0: Robots Radio, games, lore, stories, community. Just press play.
1: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker.
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: Robots Radio presents... You're listening to the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons & Dragons.
2: Hello and welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio,
1: and I am Mary.
2: And you are listening to the multiverse famous Patron Roundtable. A
1: bum, bum, bum,
2: bum. fanfare, you know uh-huh. the crowd. Throu- We've got a guy on I stilts. Hear, I can hear it. I can hear waving it. Waving at people, elephants. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> Women fainting in the front row because exactly. they've seen it. Yeah. Exactly. Swooning. swooning.
2: Swooning. Swooning. They are a case of the vapors. They
1: got the vapors.
2: And we are joined by a couple of our patrons, the unmistakable, the undeniable, the never replicated Darkwing and Coffee. Say hello, folks. How are you guys Hello. doing today? Doing okay. We're doing great. How are y'all doing? I'm just living the dream
0: one nightmare at a time.
2: Still that's, out. That's the, I, I believe that's the tagline to a fantastic Feywild adventure.
1: It is. It's living just any the, campaign that I'm DMing.
2: <laughs> living the dream one nightmare at a time. I like it well this week um because here in the states it is uh the month of november and the month of november is closely associated with the holiday of thanksgiving a holiday where a lot of people eat a bunch of uh fantastic food uh watch it's so, so much food. food watch some uh the cowboys usually play so watch some terrible football mm-hmm. and and i say that as a lifelong cowboys fan uh and of course you know take note and stock of what they are grateful for and that's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do this week is we're going to talk about what we're grateful for in terms of dungeons and dragons and you know just tabletop role playing games in general and just be forewarned this episode might get a little emotional because you know we are talking about the things that that we are grateful for that we have that we have gratitude for and so, you know, a lot of those things, especially for me, speaking personally, I, you know, uh, a lot of, of about this game has changed my life in innumerable, yep. immeasurable 100%. ways. And, you know, mm-hmm. I can never, you know, be, I can never say enough about it. I mean, I, I do a freaking podcast about D&D. That's how much I love it. So All the 20. Yeah. and so, Oh my
1: gosh, uh, me too. Weird coincidence.
2: Oh, oh you cringe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's now go ahead. ahead. Let's go ahead and just get started. Darkwing, as Absolutely. always, you uh, always uh, roll high on initiative when it comes to uh, the patron round table. So let's start off with you, sir.
0: I do what I can. Thank you again for having me here. I'm like, you were right. This could end up being emotional. I apologize if I cry because I'm a, I'm a giant baby about these kind of things.
1: We don't apologize for emotions here.
0: So D&D dropped into my life. In middle school, with no one to play with, uh I had no idea what it really was. It was um it was the Dungeons and Dragons magazine that I'm having a just a brain fart now about uh but the artwork' i i guess I always fancied myself an artist, and I loved that art style and I love dragons mm-hmm. and I loved all of that and that was just I was always just really happy for the artwork that's come from d and d but then it goes onward and you get into my older life where I ended up in high school with uh, m- my best friend, Chris. And he got me involved with a and d group that was very active. And we were we were those high school nerds, but it was such a I say that, but we were such a group of everything like I was. I was this crazy little punk rocker, and I guess "little" maybe it's not the word. After
2: talking with you guys this morning, um, <laughs> so, yeah, we we discussed pre-show. We discussed heights, and uh, and Darkwing literally has about a towers, foot on all of us.
1: Towers so, over us.
2: Yeah, so little uh, might not be the best uh, the best descriptor.
0: maybe not but okay so i was a i was a very big punk rocker in a very cowboy state slash town and these guys were always really opening and like they're just there no big deal nobody cared that i had green hair and leather and spikes and a safety pin going through my nose and uh just it's just the most stereotypical punk rocker and that group lasted for so long and I was so close to all of those guys. And my friend, Chris, who I mentioned, brought me into all of this. He's, he passed at his own hand some time ago. Okay, and sorry. that's, I don't have to be, it's not your fault. I, uh, but he was the closest person I'd had as an adult at that point. And I think fondly of him now. And he's where it all started. I kept going along. and I, we I lost that group. We that unfortunately broke our group apart, and I haven't seen those men in years. And I didn't think much about it after that. I played some D and d and've I've gotten into quite a few of the other like sh- shootoffs, uh their 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 tabletop like board games uh in the recent years. Have brought a lot of our me and my buddies together as we find that we just didn't have time to BD and D gaming where we could just pull like a box out with the game and spend an evening one shot it have a real good time. Uh, but what I am absolutely the most thankful for is it's saving my own sanity. Uh, I was involved for a very long time in the agro-industrial cattle industry. And it's not a nice place. And I've seen a lot of real death. And without the stories of Driz Dorden, uh, which which spread out to quite a bit over the last 10-ish years that I've been listening to these books, uh, I don't know what I would have done without him uh, to consider... Uh, that just even in my own mind that there was heroes that you could look up to and and maybe put aside some of the horrible things you found yourself doing in your own life mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm truly thankful for is the sanity that's brought by a fantasy world and knowing that there. They, there's other people that have the same morals that you wish you could stand to and I suppose that's really all I have I suppose if I keep going I'm probably gonna start crying
2: <laughs> if, you, if you keep going like you might yeah I might as well um I uh, yeah. and I just and, and it, I
0: guess the very last thing is I uh finding this community was well, it was fantastic mm-hmm. uh, I'm very thankful for D&D because without it I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you guys this morning. So, uh, what, thanks, thanks to all of you, and just even the people listening. Thank you for being here
2: right now. Uh. Yeah, we we warned you; it was, uh, was going <laughs> to get emotional and yeah, right out the uh, gate. Um, yeah, it's you know the thing about D and D um, and and TTRPGs in general, and and um, is. You know they're they're like with every sort of you know sub community you like there's there's gonna be some gatekeeping there's gonna be mm-hmm. some folks that you know say you can't play this way or that way or you you know um but you shut that all that off you shut you know you tell them to shut up, mute them mm-hmm. on whatever social media site you're on, yep. and you find a community that's that's so inclusive.
1: It it is and like these guys, absolutely, fantastic. Yeah. And
2: yeah, I like like you're saying, like you're you know this giant punk rock kid, you know with green hair and a safety pin through your nose. I mean, you would have fit in just fine at my table, for sure. Well, I'm glad to hear that. But uh, you know, being a growing up a, a small punk rock kid, a little punk rock kid myself, but I was
1: a neon goth.
2: that's what I was. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm. Neon goth. I'm going to look into that a little more. Okay. But no, True it's just story. It's that, you know, that sense of, of a community that, like, if you know, if you're, if you share the same, you know, sort of morals as we do, which is, you know, be kind to everyone, give, mm-hmm. like you know, treat everyone with respect. If you want to play the game, like, you have a seat at the table. And, yep. and fostering those relationships and yep. and and nurturing that sort of camaraderie. You know, mm-hmm. I am in the middle of a I was actually mentioning this earlier that I'm, I'm playing after we record, I'm playing later on the day with Yay. a group of folks that I, I've only met one of them in real life. I, you know, I I he was a professor of mine and I have those. yeah exactly and so and that's
1: what I have
2: (laughs) and at some point during the pandemic he reached out to me just to see how I was doing and uh and he invited me to the game and like I said I and I I consider these guys some of my closest friends Mm -hmm. even though I've never met them and I would love to I mean we've talked about too (laughs) I've talked we've talked about getting together for a long weekend and doing mm-hmm. like you know a marathon session you like,
1: should
2: and, and we might and I, I i would love to do that to like end the campaign because we're doing a oh, level one yeah. to 20 campaign and so it's you know and we we only play about you know every other week or so and so it's mm-hmm. it's slow boogie but we're we're pounding along and so yeah i would love to do that and but yeah like i you know i can't imagine you know too much else in this world that can foster that kind of relationship, mm-hmm. that kind of dynamic.
1: No, absolutely not. Nothing I've found anyway. It's actually one of um one of my players and one of my closest friends who I've never met. They live way up north. Um Canada. The the main quote that stuck out to me was it's the safest place I know. Yeah. Talking about D D and being at the table, that is the safest place they know
2: i love that That oh yeah no i'm
1: absolutely gonna cry and i'm not gonna apologize for it it's (laughs) gonna happen like i'm barely hanging on barely hanging on just to start with i know Um, Darkwing
2: started us off hot and
0: uh, yeah i'm I'm coming in coming in hard and fast
1: same (laughs) same um i'll start with the part that won't make me cry and then we'll lead to it we'll get there we'll get there um Part of what I'm thankful for is the opportunities that it's brought for me. i um, a very creative person, spent a lot of time alone as a kid and as a teenager because I was the weird one. And in the Bible belt and being not Christian, I didn't do sports. I didn't like sports. I didn't go to church. I didn't, you know, go do, I didn't have a favorite team. I didn't have any of those things. So it was always. here,
2: here yeah yeah you didn't fall in line pretty much i
1: absolutely did not i've never fallen in line i've kicked that line in the sand so many times just to mess it up and make them have to redraw it like that's how i like to exist
2: having spent uh, (laughs) quite a bit of time with you in the past past few months uh, consider
1: me shocked me weird and (laughs) out there never (gasps) Not, not the
2: Mary I know.
1: Of course not.
2: Not I've the Mary of the d lore cast.
1: Right. <laughs> but so aside from that, you know, the opportunity to build and create, it's also put me where I am now, being able to be here, being able to have these conversations, finding something that feels like a safe place that feels like home. And then I get to share that with other people. And then I get to create a world to bring other people into and save them because that's that's the fantasy for me is saving everyone or helping them write that story in a safe way where there's not ostracization and hatefulness and bitterness and ugliness. Because I've got a lot of folks around me that face it constantly because of their orientations or how they grew up. So being able to make that and help them has been one of the parts i am the most grateful for the other part is the people the community and it is just an amazing place i've got um i've gotten to meet one of my other players in person he had a 30 minute layover <laughs> at the dfw airport which is hour and a half from my house so i drove an hour and a half to give this man a hug like that's literally all the time we had. I We hugged him. We drove him to his next gate, hugged him again and said bye. But I got to meet him. I got to meet my twin. Um, Locke. He, so he, that, I had asked. That's him. fantastic. It. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> it's been amazing. The first campaign I was in is where I got to meet and talk to and grow a relationship and foster a relationship with Atticus, which is my, my person, my person. I'm not sharing by the way all mine. I don't have to. Um, but we got to know each other and got to become friends before we ever met and like face to face. And so that's, I'm nothing greater than that, than finding someone through that, that happens to be the person I want to do forever with. So it doesn't get much better than that. I've had, um, an opportunity To My friend put it, um, thankful for the freedom to explore parts of ourselves that we maybe are scared to explore or unsure of, or even can't physically or mentally to go out and do these things, these amazing things. And that safe space allows us to be close to others and tell funny or serious or heartbreaking stories. It's therapeutic for people that have experienced different types of trauma myself included um gives you a place to work through those things and to kind of deal with it in a safe way that if you need to set it down for a minute to come back to it you can and that has been just absolutely one of the most amazing bits of it um I asked my group what they were thankful for because I'm thankful for them (laughs) So, I figured that's the best way to honor that, right? Is to share um, their feelings. And pretty much everyone agreed was the community and connections. Um, had one that said he was thankful for monks and bards, which makes sense because who isn't, you know? Um, getting able to explore who we are as people. Um, and then one of my friends is the reason. I started playing D and D in the first place, so I was already weird and ostracized. So I didn't play in high school. I didn't play until it's been three years now. I think, no, two years. I started in 2020. Was the first time that I sat down and started playing D and D, and I my brain decided I loved it. So I hyperfixated.
0: Flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted.
1: <laughs> and here we are. Um, I absorb information real easy, so made it easy for me. Um, but I had listened to um, the No Sleep podcast for a while. And then one of their voice actors, Peter, works uh, with Travis Vingroff in Dark Dice. That was the first actual play I listened to. And what pushed me over was like, no, okay, now I've got to do this because this is cool as hell. Like I need, <laughs> I need to, let's go, it's time, let's flip the switch. And I will finish out my little bit and then pass it off with the quote that he sent me. That I love D D for all the little chances to be a version of yourself that reality provides so few opportunities to be, whether it be heroic or silly or physically different from oneself. The shared fiction becomes a shared alternate reality of genuine personal choice in a world where it's not uncommon to feel railroaded into a specific life path. When the correct chord is struck even at its most fantastic, it still feels wholeheartedly you. I love that.
2: That's
1: awesome. (laughs) That is what I am thankful for. And you guys. Pretty (laughs) awesome.
0: More thankful for you as well. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: We had uh, uh, Bjorn, another patron of the show, uh, who was unable to make the recording, but um, sent in what he was thankful for uh, Bjorn Ironside said you uh, would like to say I'm thankful for D&D in all aspects of what it can be for the people who have come and sat down at the table and shared memories with and ideas to the actual game itself that gave everyone moments of stomach hurting laughter and times where there was not a dry eye in the house this is what I'm grateful for and would never change mm-hmm. and a friend of the show Mello that's
1: and, my, uh, it's one of my best friends. That's <laughs> one of the people that D and D brought me. There's not a day that passes that we don't don't speak to each other. Like we're family now.
2: Yeah, and I, I love that. Like I said, like you know the the guys that I that I play in this um, in my Age of Worms campaign. I like they're I consider them some of my closest friends. Yep. Uh, Mello says I am thankful that I got to jump in and explore this hobby with people who have only gotten more important to me. I've gotten to see so much expression and enjoyment from spending time with everyone and getting to nerd out about something we all enjoy. Even when things take an unexpected turn, they've been some of my favorite moments to revisit and reminisce about. Which, uh, really quickly, I want to say, like, um, not necessarily because of D&D, but I'm thankful for my partner who will stand there and politely let me tell her all about the previous <laughs> night's session the next day. And we you know with a smile on her face and just like, okay, honey, like, I'm so glad you had fun <laughs> because that's, that's exactly, I'll be like, Oh my gosh. And then, and then, you know, uh, and then Xylalore, you know, did uh, cast. Uh, uh, now I'm like, I'm blanking on. Uh, <laughs> I, dude, I'm with you. My wife,
0: absolutely. The greatest partner in the world does the same thing. She's like, that's great, honey. No, no, no. Please tell me more. And you just, Damn it! And, she doesn't the, care. I'm
2: gonna tell her anyway, though. And the whole time you're just like fanboying out and just like, mm-hmm.
1: okay, okay. And partner, fangirls with me. <laughs> he does every single time.
2: And then we had a uh, a couple of our friends from the Discord also chime in. Uh, Grim Vance says, "I am thankful for the opportunities D and D has given me, a wonderful escape from my rather hectic day to day reality, a way to finally build out character ideas I've had for ages." The ability to reunite with friends I haven't caught up with in ages, and another community of wonderful people to bond with. Mm-hmm. I'm also thankful for the podcast. It helped fuel my ideas for characters and campaigns, giving me something to talk about to my friends and family about and more. And he said a little backstory here I only started DD a couple of months ago. I'm currently in a campaign for Tomb of Annihilation with my first char- character, Stella. Oh, that's brutal. Commission art attached, and a I read over all the rules to actually run the campaign out of the Abyss for some close friends of mine. Which is the
1: artwork is beautiful, by oh, the way. Yeah. If you're not in the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast channel on a uh, Robots Radio Network, it's it's popping. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. But that art is gorgeous. I love it. Ugh.
2: And then also uh, dice hoarder Peter, who I feel mm-hmm. uh, at least has one thing in common with you, Mary. You little dice goblin, you. I
1: do. I have so many.
2: <laughs> he says, "I am thankful that they're giving me and my players the opportunity to explore our creativity, be it with a funny or ridiculous solution to a problem, and or when they completely overthrow the things you planned out, and you have to make things up on the spot, but just let it look like you anticipated everything." Which I personally have never had experience <laughs> with didn't as a DM. <laughs>
1: I feel called out and victimized.
2: He says, "I'm also thankful that D and D brought so many new friendships and acquaintances with it. When we played, people you barely knew at session one turned into dear friends by now, mm-hmm. and a ongoing theme. Also, as a last point on my list, I am thankful that they let me captivate my players with my fondness for storytelling." Especially when running Cthulhu theme oh. settings, or when I lead another bunch of clueless people into the dark corners of Ravenloft.
1: Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. Very <laughs> much. So I gotta. I gotta. I'm thankful for lenient DMs as well. <laughs> DMs that are here for the rule of cool. Because if someone can argue it to me, even if it doesn't match the rules as written, but it's going to make a good moment, I'm in.
2: Let's. I mean, go. even. <laughs> Even if it's not, you know, raw, even if it's not rules as written, Mm -hmm. if it makes sense, if it's logical, make make sense. If uh, we can look, no, we can make it make sense. We'll
1: make it.
0: (laughs) Oh boy, you are very goblin esque. That is true. We can make it make sense. It'll be fine.
2: fine. We'll clean it
1: up in post. It's fine.
2: We're going to take a quick little break to get to the middle of the show so we can thank our patrons, talk some news, and check out the DMs guild. But when we get Mm -hmm. back, You'll hear from uh, Coffee and myself about what we're thankful for. Welcome to the middle of the show where we thank our patrons, talk about some recent D&D happenings and news. Mm-hmm. And of course, take a peek into the DMs Guild to see what kind of homebrew shenanigans we can get into.
1: do love homebrew shenanigans.
2: First and foremost, thank you to each and every one of our patrons for financially supporting the show for mm-hmm. helping make the show bigger and better in in many ways that we wouldn't be able to do uh without this kind of support. You know, yeah. we're we're looking at getting the magic items of the week title tentative depending on uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, everything about it's still tentative, but we're going to release that in 2023 on the DM's Guild uh yeah, all know. the various uh homebrew magic items of the week, the homebrew NPCs, the the mm-hmm. weapons of legacy that mm-hmm. uh crit and myself created in that episode. Uh we're going to start commissioning artists to create the art and we're gonna put it together and it's gonna be it's gonna I'm I'm, I'm excited for it. I cannot yeah, wait. We are
1: in the beginning phases of getting it together. I am so excited.
2: Also commissioning artwork for for mm-hmm. new merchandise. Yes. Uh, we've already got one done and we've talked about it a little bit and it's uh we're we are so happy with so it. So good. And we cannot wait to show everyone else. Uh so yeah, thank you True so story. much. So thank you so much to the patrons for for doing that, for supporting the show in that way. If you're interested in in doing so, you can go to patreon.com slash DND and sign up anywhere from five dollars a month to 75. Mm-hmm. They all have uh, different benefits, different perks that come along with it from, uh, being able to get episodes of the show ad free and a day early mm-hmm. to bonus content, the patron plus yep. installments, the bonus episodes, uh, to merchandise, to, um, workshops with Mary and or myself, mm-hmm. where we can yep. sit down with you to help you flesh out your homebrew adventure to help you build characters, to help you play the game, to help you yep. t- to teach you to play the game. Uh, yep. Or even uh, we'll run a one-shot for you and your friends. Or uh, one of us will you know play with you for for one session as a guest yep. character. And all that stuff is available on the website. And uh, Mary, if uh, if they're not able to get onto Patreon, how else can they support the show?
1: Oh gosh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at DND Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Network Discord. There is a channel for us on there, the Dungeons Dragons Lorecast. There is so much there. It's worth just going and checking out for any reason. Um, you can also just shoot us an email at dndlorecast at gmail.com. And we are always ready and always willing to talk about d Never,
2: you're never, yeah, you're never going to wrench our arms to talk Mm-mm. about D&D. Mm-mm. It's it's always it's always yep. at the forefront of my mind.
1: Yeah, you'd have to twist our arms to make us not.
2: Right, It'd be like, and okay, even you're, then, you're gonna have to stop. I'd rather probably lose an arm.
1: I yeah, I might lose an arm. <laughs> I can still talk without an arm.
2: Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's absolutely fine.
1: Maybe I gesture a lot. I might not be able to. I guess we'll find out.
2: And as far as D and D news is concerned, we've got a couple of different items. One of which is that there we know that there is a D and movie coming out next March, D&D Honor Among Thieves. But Mm -hmm. they're also working on a live-action D&D TV show. And that is being helmed by the gentleman known as Rawson Marshall Thurber, who um, had his hands in the movie Central Intelligence, starring The Rock and Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. We are the Millers' uh, dodgeball. Uh, But the the future of the show is a bit in limbo. They're still very much confident that it will get made. However, the studio that was at it, that was responsible for it, Hasbro is actually Mm -hmm. selling it. And so it's the article from uh, comicbook.com says that the show is being shopped to potential buyers, you know, platforms like Netflix or other television networks that would air the program and had even garnered bids from interested parties, but that process was quote interrupted by Hasbro's announcement that it was planning to sell the studio but despite that, they're still like I said, very uh confident that the show will get picked up somewhere one because I mean the script they said was good i mean it was it was a solid show, and two, like D- Dungeons and dragons the brand the i p is that well known and that important that yeah you know it's something that would be they'd be hard pressed to pass up and additionally like i said you know they said that uh ross and marshall thurber is an exciting piece of talent so all three of those things combined make it sound like you know it's not a matter of if but when and so that's exciting because uh you know we are living we're living in a in a literal deluge of like fantasy content between game of thrones and lord of the rings and the wheel of time i'm and so happy it's yeah it's like what every <laughs> like you know high school like you know nerd you know teenage nerd back in the gap would have wanted and yeah, yeah i love it
1: it's so good
2: <laughs> and then we also a piece of merchandise was brought to our attention which mary immediately just began fawning over
1: it's true it's so cute and i need it i need it to sit next to moloch on the shelf um whiz kids has revealed a life-size pseudo dragon familiar statue this little guy is like laid down all curled up with his little head resting on his tail he's so cute (laughs) um but yeah they uh revealed it is a collectible in its line of life-size statues Uh, it's in the next entry in its uh, familiars line so it is the size of a house cat approximately and I just I need it who doesn't need a pseudo dragon like I have all these dice I need to like I would totally use him as a dice bowl. oh my gosh now I have a purpose for it See, I've just convinced myself to buy it, telling you guys about it.
2: Like you just needed the justification.
1: I did, and now I have one, so it's fine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, one of the photos has it curled up on uh, the Dungeon Master's Guide, so it and it pretty much takes up the entire book. So, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's 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 pretty sizable. I think it's you can pre-order it now for ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, it is set to release. Mm It's
1: set to release March twenty. 23. Um, and it says, according to kids, it's curled up in a cozy ball and ready to doze on any mantle, bookshelf, or coffee table. It's roughly 14 inches long, is latex and soft foam. And you can uh, pre order it.
2: Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, like I said, it's, it's definitely look awesome mm-hmm, on, on any mm-hmm, shelf. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to look awesome on my shelf, I'm sure, because <laughs> I won't be able to help myself either.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to you have
2: to you must it's a necessity
1: if i must i must
2: speaking of <laughs> things that are a necessity yeah uh, going to the dm's guild and checking out what they have available is i i do it at least several times a week just to see like what's going on stuff that uh like i have i've had my eye on and then has, mm-hmm. goes on sale and now i have like zero excuse to, not to to not buy it uh this week because we're talking about uh gratitude and and being thankful because of the holiday of thanksgiving uh i'm going to recommend the turkey snatcher from elvin tower it says (laughs) it's thanksgiving time and it is high time you go on another adventure a madman has stolen all the turkeys from the town's barn who will be valiant enough to chase him and recover the missing livestock and it's fantastic it's uh got four and a half star rating. It's a short adventure for Thanksgiving, but it says mm-hmm. it's highly fun any time of the year. Um, it's uh, got a fantastic map of the Turkey Snatcher's lair, and better than all that, it's absolutely free. You can go on the DMs Guild, oh, pick it up yeah. for free, run a quick little one-shot adventure. You know, few hours with friends, family, whoever it may be. And, uh, and just have some fun. And what's great about uh, Elven Tower is that they actually create maps for um, various cities. Like they have maps um, of Phandalin. They have maps of Baldur's Gate. They have maps of Neverwinter. And so uh, Darkwing had mentioned uh, earlier that his, his, uh, the campaign he was running, his party's running through Waterdeep right now. And it's going to be one of those things that uh, would come very, very much in handy for, uh, the, for players that, you know, are very visual and want to be able to see like mm-hmm. where they're going and what they're doing. So definitely check it out. Link of course, in the show notes and that being said, let's go ahead and jump back into the show. I,
1: yeah. I've, uh, finally got myself to stop crying. Let me grab some more tissues and, uh, hear from both of you.
2: Absolutely. Let's go. Welcome back as we continue to discuss what we are grateful for in mm-hmm. regards to D&D, Dungeons and & Dragons, and just tabletop role-playing games in general. We've already shed a few tears, gone mm-hmm. down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coffee, what do you got for us? What are you grateful for? What are you thankful for when it comes to this game?
0: So I'm I'm thankful for that
2: because I'm able to just play with some friends I met at work. My, my first job was I played with them for a few months that was that was nice yeah like you're so you're able to you know continue those relationships beyond the workplace yeah. and you know like you said like you like that's kind of been an ongoing theme that you make that you nurture and grow these relationships mm-hmm. that you otherwise wouldn't have Anything else? Anything else you're grateful for? You're always you're always the one, the man of of few words. You're very stoic and True. to the point and direct.
1: Oh my gosh,
2: he is a dwarf. <laughs> the man with no name. You are a dwarf. We were talking pre-show where, we like I said, we we're talking heights, <laughs> and and we said that coffee would either be the halfling, but he's got this great big beard, and I was like, well, actually, more more dwarf, but and uh, personality-wise, you're more of a dwarf. We've we've got Let's our pull, party. Pull, probably because I I played for like a few months and that was that was it. I haven't played much less than all of you guys. So. Well, I mean, I love I love that fact that you know in the past couple of years and you know obviously the the pandemic was you know something mm-hmm. that we wish had not happened. Oh um, God! <laughs> but one you know one good thing that came out of it was that. You know we were able to connect online with mm-hmm. you know people that we otherwise it's wouldn't true. have and and play this game with yeah and and that also attracted a lot more players, you know folks that like I'm stuck inside the house, like what can I do like oh I'll That's you know I'll absolutely. try this absolutely,
1: uh-huh, I'll
2: try this weird game that I saw the the nerd kids on stranger things playing. <laughs> they seem pretty excited I- about it it might be it might be fun. <laughs>
1: It, yeah, absolutely. That's actually how I started playing was October of 2020. I've actually never seen that show. locked down. A lot of people had never... Me been.
0: either, copy. I've never seen one episode.
1: Yeah, it's I'm like... one of my favorite shows. Uh, I've actually seen that. There we go. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, a, that's an ongoing That's the one show that I've that, seen. That Mary is like,
0: oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, I haven't oh, heard that. I will not. write this it's, on the calendar. Mary saw this show.
1: It's true. I've watched a lot of the Stranger Things. I actually bought the um Wizards of the Coast version of the Thessal Hydra campaign yeah, that I've, is used so the show. I have it. Mm-hmm. I want to run it on people at some point. I just haven't. So many ideas, so little time.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Um yeah, it's I I and all these new folks that have come into the fold, you know, again, like there is a subsection of the community that is very gatekeeper-y. That is. They very, are They're very toxic. That's, a, that's that's everywhere though. And in oh, no exactly, yeah. those guys are always the biggest jerks. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. you know, for me, it's like, hey, the more the merrier.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I love it, and like the thing about new players is that they often come with obviously, like they don't have any biases or any sort of like preconceived mm-hmm. ideas. So they come it- up with some of the best idea, like some of the best some- solutions.
1: Absolutely. Some fresh eyes on it. It's always neat to see different perspectives and to get to see what, uh, what drives people. Cause you can also see a lot about a person's motivation yeah. in the way that they play. And you can also tell that they're exploring different parts of like different parts of their personality. Like for me, it was parts of me that I had to tuck away. I had to hide away. I was too much. It was too loud. I was right. too hyper, too noisy, too this, too that, too weird. and too all. Much too much. I got called too much a lot. Yeah. But getting to be these other little characters, these other aspects of who I am has actually made me more comfortable and has helped with a lot of like I said a lot of trauma healing. Didn't come from a good childhood, didn't come from yeah. a good relationship. Like my my marriage was awful and this has helped like these are the people that have helped me heal from 15 years of abuse. therapy and dice in math (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh and math i love math that shit don't change it's always exact but yeah this is that's 100 worth it sergio what are what are you grateful for sir it's your turn to make us cry
2: (laughs) oh i'm gonna make myself cry just thinking about it um I mean, Good. I, join join the clan. We're all crying over here. Damn it! First and <laughs> foremost, um, I am I am thankful for this show. Um, when you know, I've always been a fan of lore. I've always been a fan of mythology, which is why, like, you know, I was utterly obsessed with the Elder Scrolls game, and utterly obsessed with the in-game books that you could find or steal in the game. I was so obsessed with collecting all the books and literally like sitting in front of my TV screen and reading them that if I, if I found one that I didn't have in the game and I had to steal it, I would steal it. And then I would go and sell it to my fence and then buy it back from him so that it didn't show up as stolen in my inventory. So like guards wouldn't stop me and be like, Hey, you have stolen, you know, goods. Um, the first thing I did in, in Skyrim was, you know, once they uh, um, released the DLC to build homes was the first add-on I built was a library so I could house all my books. And so when I discovered this podcast, when, you know, Tom and Stuart had started it immediately, that's, that's, that's my community. That's, that's for me right there. Mm -hmm. And so unbelievably grateful and humbled that you know, I was asked to, to take over the reins along with crit, you know, when they were stepping down and, you know, and Aaron and I were able to do the show for a while. He unfortunately had to step back due to, you know, other obligations that he had. And I'm, I'm grateful that my community was such that it didn't take long for me to find someone, you know, equally as amazing to join me on this journey in Mary.
0: We're all happy to have her.
2: And you. yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about Mary and, and of course, then, you know, the patrons, the folks that literally, you know, literally give us coin, literally give us gold and silver mm-hmm. to make this show bigger and better. And, and the listeners, every person listening to this right now, or any person that has listened mm-hmm. to an episode that you know, invites us into their life, you know, one hour at a time. You know, the the fact that, you know, I, I was, I played a game a few years back with a group of friends, one of which has passed now as well. And uh, when, when I, you know, back in September of last year, when I took over, I messaged them all and I said like, Hey, like, remember how we used to play this silly game a few years back? I actually am doing a podcast now about it. And, you know, like I, this is literally a dream come true. Being able mm-hmm. to do this show, being able to talk to other people about something that I love so much. That, you know, Mary and I talked about it. Uh, it's, you know, like my brain is specifically like built for this sort of thing. Like I get yep. so hyper fixated on you know things that I, I obsess over you know it's nothing for me to start doing research into you know some character or some campaign setting and then realize like oh i've forgotten to go to sleep it's three in the morning and i have to be up in a few hours no, no you're it's wrong 9 PM. That, that's where the best ideas come from
1: it's nine it's p.m 5 AM and AM when i haven't asleep. eaten today <laughs> Uh, right. I should, why do I have a headache? Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to eat and drink water.
2: Like <laughs> Water is very important. <laughs> and so, you know, this, this is the, this being able to do this show is, is literally a dream come true. And like I, I mentioned earlier, the relationships that I've gained as a result of it, you know, I, I wouldn't trade for anything, you know, and I feel like we're on the precipice of something even bigger, you know, as we have so many great ideas for the future for this show. And, you know, the, the support that we're getting from, from the, from the patrons, from the listenership, from the discord, from Twitter, from social media in general, you know, not sure if if Twitter will be around by the next round table, but who knows, Uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been so incredible and I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for the ability to, to tell stories. I've always oh, been God, a storyteller. Yes. I've always, you know, I've always wanted to not so much, not be the center of attention, but I've always wanted to be able to bring people joy mm-hmm. or, or make people feel something, not even just joy. like just, just make them feel something.
1: To feel something and you know that it's genuine and that you've created it together.
2: Right. And so I, I love, I love writing and I love being able to Mm -hmm. the, just the fact that, you know, being able to write something and, and convey an emotion and have another person who may not even know you feel that is, is something that, you know, I'm able to do through D&D and through TTRPGs I mean yeah like you know there's there's moments of of gut bursting laughter and Mm -hmm. there's moments of you know heart-wrenching agony and I this game is literally giving me so much and Mm -hmm. has changed my life in so many ways
1: absolutely
2: that you know I I would recommend A tabletop role-playing game to anybody, Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely anybody.
2: And the last thing I want to say that I'm I'm grateful for is, I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy and kind of corny, but like I'm grateful for the art. Like I, I am not,
1: gosh, absolutely
2: do not have an artistic bone in my body. I wish (laughs) I, I if I if I had if I if I had one talent. You know, like I could say, like, oh, I I'd want to like play guitar, you know, like every girl loves the guy playing the guitarist. Uh but I I wish I could draw. I wish I had that that talent because you know, I see these the books that come out, not just the official Wizards of the Coast, you know, uh-huh. uh releases, but the stuff on the DMs guild. Yeah. And I think this stuff is just so amazing. It's so incredible. And I mean that's that's half the fun like like half of these books could just operate as like coffee table books. In fact, uh they are, I, aren't they? Thanks. Um, I was uh I was at a drive uh at a drive-in movie one time like like 15 years ago. And I was there with a friend and her uh two boys and they were like 4 and 5 at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was a double feature. And so we had about 30 minutes between uh between the movies. And I'm thinking like, okay, how the heck am I all gonna entertain these like two like rascals, you know, mm-hmm. for 30 minutes? And I ha- of course I just happen to have my monster manual with me in the car. Uh never leave home without it. Isn't
0: that where everyone keeps it?
2: <laughs> At least one copy for sure. Uh. And so I just like so I you know, flip it open and just start, you know, showing them. them, And they're like, they're captivated. Mm-hmm. They're they're wanting to know what they do, if they're a good guy or a bad guy. Uh, at one mm-hmm. point, their mom, they're like, mom, look at this one. And she says, uh, oh, he looks like he doesn't bathe. And then after that, they want to know if each one bathes or not. <laughs> and so I, I feel that should be added to uh, the stat block bathes. Yes, no. You know, infrequently, a scent rating
1: they need a smell. <laughs> I'm rating. adding that to my I I'm need a smell to rating on now. my monsters now. My I, I haven't had my uh monster manual for months. My daughter has it because she's been using it to create art because she's an artist. Uh, lucky, I am not lucky
2: her, yeah. I, I know love, I'm with your daughter.
0: That's how I got into this in the first place is the art. And I thought I was an artist, I, <laughs> I am an artist, but that's not the point. But art brings I, I think art brought a lot of us into this honestly yeah. well, it, like
1: it's very reminiscent of uh my dad had a lot of coffee table books of boris vallejo his yep. art um and as soon as i started seeing it i was like oh no this is so there's that nostalgia comfort hey this reminds me of my dad
2: right right yeah
1: so that absolutely plays into it i wish i could draw the stuff that goes on the shenanigans like oh I want to draw shenanigans scenes. <laughs> I want to
2: draw shenanigans
0: Don't shenanigan worry about it. Scenes. You guys write, you write the stuff.
1: You I write do, it. Yeah. That's
0: just as artistic as anything you could ever That's put true. on paper.
1: That's true. I, our most, one of our most recent sessions, I improv the last hour and a half of it. It was a two hour session, 30 minutes. They went through everything I was ready for. So we just winged it. It's so that creativity, community. Ah, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful.
2: I I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything in the mm-hmm. world. No.
1: Um, mad yeah, I a, didn't get here sooner.
2: I was clapping and then just realized I was on mute. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's the one that my one regret is that I like I that I didn't start playing this game sooner than I did. Because uh you know, now like I, you know, uh even when I started playing like you know, I had a a regular, you know, full-time job, 9 to 5. Mm-hmm uh and you know adult I was you know all, pretty much an adult and so like I I had those adult responsibilities. Had I been playing, mm-hmm. you know, at the same age as these stranger kids, Stranger Things kids were playing. Stranger, stranger kids, uh I would that's have That's us. We are the stranger kids. I would have, you know, I would have been playing this game nonstop. I I, mm-hmm. I would have never stopped playing this game.
1: Yep, I ventured into it actually the first uh campaign that I played was with mellow um our friend lex and with atticus we were all mm-hmm. members of this campaign so Mello and i were friends for a little bit before it but then when we started creating characters and making backstories and like plot lines and stuff like that's my go-to like one of my go-to people to go through any of it with and i can't imagine i can't imagine this journey without these people though it's so worth it
2: and Darkwing, you let's go ahead and, and wrap up really yeah. quickly. Um, thanking uh, Darkwing and Coffee for joining us and everyone who wrote in to let mm-hmm. us know what they're thankful for. Uh, Darkwing, you mentioned a friend that uh, I did that you I play did. with. He's a he's a he's older than all of
0: us, and he's been around. And he's seen the absolute full evolution of this game. Uh, he was. He was young enough to see Iron Maiden live in 1980. Uh, he, I asked him if he had anything he wanted me to say this morning. And all he had to say was that he was just grateful for 42 years of friends and fun. And I, I think that really puts a cap on everything we've been trying to say this morning. Uh, yeah. And I just want to thank you guys again for having me, uh, putting you. up with me and uh I look forward to so much more from you guys.
1: Thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you to your friend. Yeah, 42 years of, is, of friends and fun. I mean, that's that is, uh, there's just about nothing I'd rather do uh, mm-hmm. for fun than D&D. And everyone I play with, I consider a friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: But well, thank you so much for listening to this very special, very emotional episode
1: mm-hmm. of the D and D
2: Lorecast Patron Roundtable Edition. My name is Sergio,
1: and I am Mary.
2: Fare thee well, dear listener, dear friends, and until we meet again, may all your twenties be natural.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. If
2: you've enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with a friend following us on Twitter at
0: DNDLoreCast, or jumping on the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons & Dragons. We'll talk to you next time.
2: You've been listening to a Robots
0: Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at RobotsRadio.net.